You're listening to the Greeks Gridiron live with Ethan Haristadulu. Welcome back, everyone, to more of the Greeks Gridiron. I am Ethan Hristadoulou, and today, May 5th, 2022, we continue with our draft grade series discussing the Philadelphia Eagles, a team that a lot of analysts seem to believe hit on a really good draft class. And as a slight spoiler, I would say I might have to agree with a lot of them and what they're saying about this year's class. So, my Eagles fans, make sure you comment down below. Let me know how you feel about these draft selections for the Philadelphia Eagles. And also make sure you hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. We're getting real close to 400 subs, so I'd love to hit that number real soon. So let's talk to Eagles here. We'll start with day three, then we'll jump into day two, and then we will talk about day one and what was one, an excellent selection, and two, an excellent trade. So make sure you stick around for that day one talk. Now, for day three couple of selections here. In round six, we had at pick number 181, linebacker Kyron Johnson out of Kansas. And we also had at pick 198, Grant Calcaterra, a tight end out of SMU. Now, both of these selections, quality players. Grant Calcaterra, injury history with concussions actually forced him to retire. He is originally from Oklahoma University. He's been playing long enough in college that he actually played with Baker Mayfield back in 2017 and Kyler Murray back in 2018. Interestingly enough, when I was watching his highlights, the very first thing that caught me off guard was like, whoa, is that Baker Mayfield throwing him the football? And yes, sure enough, it was. So funny enough, he's been around for a while. His freshman year was back in 2017. But like I mentioned, concussion issues ultimately ended up forcing him out of football for a while. He did ultimately decide to come back. He was going to play for Auburn after the whole COVID thing happened with the season and then ultimately settled on SMU after Auburn's head coach at the time was fired. Uh, So what do I think of him? Solid dude, solid prospect. He's 6'4", 241 pounds. He has 4'6", 40-yard speed, and it actually shows up on his game tape as well. If you watch his highlights, you can see like when that speed really gets put on, when he's running through the seams up the middle there. Very impressive stuff. I like what he brings to the table. His production is a little bit limited. He doesn't have a ton of statistics to go with it, but he's shown the flashes enough that I think this is a really solid pick. However, those concussion concerns, having forced him out of football because he was dealing with so many of them does worry me a little bit so I stick him with a C for my grading here I do like the player it's the concussions and that being a a more serious injury and one that has a lot of long-term effects that tends to scare me away a little bit more than like guys who just are dealing with like torn ACLs and whatnot who seem to be coming back like nothing ever happened to them these days Then when you're looking at Kyron Johnson, the linebacker out of Kansas, you want to talk about a guy who plays like he's lit on fire every single play. His pursuit in game speed is is ridiculous. He plays with so much effort on every single play. And when you watch his highlight reel, it's hard to imagine how he fell to the sixth round. If I'm being completely upfront with you, it it makes no sense to me. I, I just, I can't believe he fell to the sixth round and being a team need at linebacker. I mean, the Eagles got a really big steal on this one here. Um, I, it, you couple that with the fact that he can play both linebacker. He rushes off the edge really well. I'm not saying he's this guy, but he does slightly remind me of like what Micah Parsons just did this past season. I know it's a large comparison considering Parsons was defensive rookie of the year. I'm not saying he's that guy, but when I was watching the tape and seeing where he was lining up from and the plays he was making, I was like, wow, this is eerily similar to what Parsons was doing last year. I wonder where the Eagles got the idea of getting a guy like this from. 
So with that in mind, I do hit him with a B. I think he's a really good player, and this is an for value as well and a team need. Awesome pick right here. Slap a B on him. You could honestly argue maybe even a B plus as well just because of how good he was as a player. Then when you go for your overall day three grade, um, I, you know, this might be a little bit lower just because I gave Calcaterra a C. I gave Kyron Johnson a B, and I just argued maybe you could even give him a B plus here. I am going to slap him with a C plus just because Grant Calcaterra, they have Dallas Goddard, and I didn't really think tight end was much of a team need for them. Obviously, the Eagles think differently, but just based off of what I was looking at and, and the way they deploy and having just traded for A.J. Brown in the first... Oh, hello, Gravy. And having traded for a wide receiver here in the first round, I, I just don't necessarily know how much you're going to get out of two tight ends. That being said, I like the C-plus for day three. Solid grouping of draftees for day number three in the sixth round. Next up, when we go into day number two, we start talking about Cam Jurgens, pick number uh, 51, center out of Nebraska, and then also linebacker Nicobe Dean out of Georgia at pick number 83. Two really good selections that fill team needs as Jason Kelsey has been looking to retire for quite some time and the Eagles just kind of keep throwing him large sums of money. And it's like, how can I say no to this? I think he got like 14 million for this one year coming up. Uh, so with that in mind, it's awesome that Cam Jurgens is coming in here. He gets to learn from one of the best to ever do it. And Gravy, you're over here about to touch my keyboard, and I can't have you do that, buddy. All right, so uh, with that in mind, um, again, he's a converted tight end, excellent athlete for the center position, and he plays it fairly well. He's a nasty, you know, always looking for work. When you watch his highlight film, there's never a moment where he's just kind of lost, not really doing anything. He's always looking for the next guy to go after if he ends up winning his initial block. So I like what he does. I like the way he plays, the style he plays. Very aggressive and just constantly working, never just, you know, quitting on a play because, you know, well, he's done his job for this one. He's a guy that's an excellent worker, and I like what he brings to the table, and learning again behind Jason Kelsey should be an excellent thing for him. Then when you look at N'Kobe Dean, the linebacker out of Georgia, the injuries were something that were really concerning people, and that's why he took that free fall from round number one selection to okay we're talking third round here might even slip into the day three conversation because of that torn peck he was dealing with that was something that came out right around the draft time it didn't seem like that was really on anyone's radar up until the draft day once he started slipping and the words started coming out other than his torn peck concerns i mean talk about a steal if he ends up being healthy and he's fine and good to go i mean he is a new age linebacker sideline to sideline type of guy he plays in coverage he is a little bit small when it comes to 511 but he is 230 pounds you put a little bit more meat on him with the speed that he can play in i mean you got what a lot of people projected as a first round pick in the third round i you can't say, you can't really spell out steal any greater than that and it doesn't seem like the Eagles are too concerned with that peck injury, being willing to drop, uh, you know, take a take a wild pick on him in the third round here. If he's fine and good to go, what a steal, you know, what a steal. So awesome selection there at both round two and in round three with these guys. I give Nagobi Dean an A minus. I give Cam Jurgens a B plus, and for the overall day, I give them an A minus here as well. 
I love what they did here in the second day. They went after team needs. They went after quality players. Nicobe Dean does pose a little bit of a risk here. And so while I talked him up like he sounds like an AA plus pick, there is the torn pec concerns. And a torn pec is a little bit different than like a torn ACL because that's a, that's a very large muscle to be dealing with there to have a tear in. Hopefully it's nothing too serious and it heals up quickly. We'll have to see where it goes. But I mean, if he's healthy and ready to go come, you know, week one, this was a steal of a pick for them. Now, Getting into day one, busy day for them in day one. I love what the Eagles did here. You want to talk about addressing team needs and also making good selections at the same time where you're getting some of the best premier talent. At pick number 13, they drafted Jordan Davis out of Georgia. And I mean, if you have not taken the time, if you're somebody who, let's just say, is curious of what people think of this Eagles draft class, you're an Eagles fan, but you haven't watched highlights or anything like that. Go watch Jordan Davis's highlights because this dude is a madman up front. He's a premier inside defensive tackle. He's relentless. You can line him up from anywhere from the zero technique to the three technique, and he's going to be productive. I've seen him line up right over the center at the zero spot, whether it's at the one, the two, the three, you name it. He's lined up there and been completely effective. This guy, I, one of the highlights that I watched on him, he was literally throwing his body at a guy to make the tackle, and he made the tackle. Like, a guy that big should not be willing to move like that and also still be able to do it effectively and still make the play. Like, it's just unbelievable the way he can play for the size that he is. You guys got a good one there, that's for sure, Philly fans. I mean, if you're not excited about Jordan Davis, go watch some of his highlights, and you will be pumped at what this guy is bringing to the table. As for the trade... Uh, oh, and I also give the Jordan Davis pick an A+. That's, you know, excellent pick right there. You can't go wrong shoring up the defensive line. The game is won within the trenches. You got your guy at number 13, and that dude's a dog. The trade acquiring A.J. Brown from the Tennessee Titans, they gave up some significant capital for him. Yes, they also dished out a $100 million contract for four years. Yes, but you are getting, when healthy, an elite and a guy that I consider a top five wide receiver at the position, you can't really go wrong with this one here. I know that A.J. Brown has dealt with some injury issues, and that might concern some people, but he's in a new place. Hopefully, it'll be a good change of scenery for him. They paid him the money. He's going to be there long term. A.J. Brown is so damn good at what he does, Philly fans. If you have not actually really watched AJ Brown go look at some of his highlights because when he is full go and he is going the guy is a monster I picked him as a top five wide receiver going into last season and obviously injuries kind of shortened his year a little bit limited his production some but when he is in and he is going he is a problem and you want to talk about a guy that's going to help Jalen Hurts take his talent to the next level and help him really grow into a premier passing role A.J. Brown would be that guy. You pair him up with Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard, and you have an awesome group of skill players. And don't even get me started about that committee of running backs you guys have over there in Philadelphia that all seem to be able to tote the ball in some some capacity or another. I mean, you have an an awesome, awesome, awesome group everywhere at the skill position on the offensive side of the ball. I'm really excited to see what the Eagles do here. I hit the A for the uh, wide receiver, or the trade for the wide receiver there. I, I love it. It's an excellent addition to the team. Overall, for the day one, slap them with an A+. I love the aggressiveness. I love what they did. 
and you know you targeted a guy coming out of college who is the premier guy at his position probably the best at his position coming out of college this year and then you also bring in a wide receiver who is arguably top five at his position when he's healthy like yes there's some injury concerns and that's why i give it an a and not an a plus but ultimately for that day altogether the moves that they made and what they did that's an a plus effort right there talk about trying to make your team better and trying to scrub out the bad taste in your mouth after that tough playoff loss to the Buccaneers this past year in the wild card round. Let's move on from it. Let's see what the Eagles are doing here. I'm really excited about this draft class. As for an overall grade, like I've talked the entire time here in this video, I've been praising them nonstop. I think that they deserve an A for this draft. It was an excellent one for them. They got some really good talent and some really good spots and also got their guys, filled their team needs out. When I look at I have basically players highlighted if they're a team need selection, and the only guy that's on here that's not a team need selection is Grant Calcaterra in the sixth round, and I mean, that's fine. Depth and, you, you know, someone to play behind Dallas Goddard, so be it, if that's what they wanted to do. You can, you can let that one fly. Ultimately, I give them an A. I think the Eagles did an excellent job. My Eagles fans, let me know what you guys think in the comment section down below. I appreciate you all for watching. Catch you guys in another draft grade video. Have a good one.